0: This is Pulse95. You're listening to
1: the Future Talk Podcast.
0: Future Talk with Omya Al-Saleh and Hany Balkis on Pulse95.
2: Yeah, buddy, it is a Thursday. Yes, indeed. I am excited. We're all excited at the Pulse95 studios. And it is World Radio Day. February the 13th is World (laughs) Radio Day. And to celebrate World Radio Day, what did we do, Omnia?
0: We have such an exciting guest telling us all about smart smart robots that can actually we love robots. eat up all of the trash out there in the water bodies. So we're constantly talking about how innovative technology can be in helping us create a more sustainable environment and this is exactly what bluefin is doing because we're going to be having in us with us in the studio uh, the co-founder of bluefin uh, the co-founder of of bluefin which is also called the fenbot robot the fenbot yes simran chowder is going to be joining us in just a few moments but we also have very exciting news and ones that have definitely left me you know, wondering
2: flabbergasted
0: v- exactly. That's that, the that, word that the I'm word looking, that you're looking for. for.
2: Flabbergasted.
0: Can you imagine, honey? The, the UAE police were able to recover two hundred thousand dirhams mm. for a man who was scammed by the voice of his wife with a message.
2: Can I get a rewind button, ladies and What? Yeah,
0: he was told that he won two hundred thousand dirhams yes. with the voice of his wife. So, and, uh,
2: but I, I but. That is crazy. I mean, what kind of hacker does that? What kind of Pulse scam artist? Scammers. That is a scam artist.
0: It is crazy. And he definitely has a few tips that we can learn from and implement in our day-to-day yes. life. Um, but more is coming up right here on Future Talk, So make sure you stay tuned only here on Pulse95.
2: But before we take a short break, we're going to leave you with, uh, this goes to out to the hacker. We're going to leave <laughs> you with How Do You Sleep by Sam Smith. How do you sleep, hacker ha- or scammer? How do you sleep scamming people out of their money? Pulse95, let's get it. Daily digital news, bits and bytes connect our world.
0: We're constantly being advised on being very careful whenever we receive messages on our phones, telling us that we won a cash prize or won a car, or the list honestly is endless about how many things can we win. Via text messages, but in reality, those are all fake promises. So,
2: fake news, as uh, US President Donald Trump would say, fake news.
0: Yes, indeed. And right here in the UAE, there is honestly a very interesting uh, scenario of a phone scam that happened where the UAE police were actually able to recover 200,000 dirhams worth of money that a resident lost in a phone scam. But you know what's the craziest thing about the story, honey? Tell me. Is that he actually received. You know, the the news that he won the 200,000 cash prize mm. with the voice of his wife through his wife's phone number. So he received a voice note on WhatsApp from her number.
2: But before we get into that, this is a inside job, Omnia. Someone needs to know the wife and the husband to do this because it's an inside job it is ridiculous social engineering at its finest you know because it's it's smart for him to find
0: out you know who is his wife find out her number hack her whatsapp and how did he even replicate Uh, her voice
2: exactly but remember the deepfakes omnia everything is possible in 2020 2019 2018 we've seen a lot i mean they went to the extent of using deepfakes for a u.s president election uh, don't I? I they're would, up, I would, I would Obama, I, yeah. exactly. I would believe they would use these things to even scam money. But I believe, Omnia, it's an inside job. Someone knows the husband, they know the wife. And what are they doing, Omnia? It's an inside job. Oh, I know a hacker. You go hack or scam this person mm-hmm. and give me 25%. 25,000 dirhams is a true is a, or 50,000 dollars is a good amount of money, Omnia.
0: Honestly, in a way, I do blame uh, the victim themso- himself because he did kind of miss out on the point where we don't give our we don't take pictures of our ATM cards that's for sure uh, or bank cards sorry and we definitely make sure that we don't share our personal information with anyone Mm -hmm. Um, and that's exactly what he did not do but is advising us to do so let me give you a little bit of uh, feedback on how this went so uh, he was sharing his experience actually in a video that was posted um, by the UAE police on their Instagram page and he was saying that uh, what he did was actually receive an audio message from his wife. So it was it, a WhatsApp. It was a WhatsApp message and a yeah. voice note. So he, th- nowadays you can't even trust what you hear, let alone what you see.
2: Uh, anytime you send me a voice note, Omnia, I'm going to ask, are you a robot? Press Y. <laughs>
0: Is this the real Omnia? This is the
2: real Omnia. Will the the real Omnia please stand up?
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) Sure thing. Um, And she actually, what she did is actually instruct him to call an Emirati number that would send over the prize, the 200,000 dirham prize, Mm. um, so that it can be deposited into his bank account. Mm. So, naturally, I mean, it's a 200,000 cash prize. He went ahead, picked up the phone, called that number. Yeah. And what did the person ask for?
2: 200,000 dirhams.
0: He, not, he didn't ask for the 200,000 $2. dirhams. He asked for the bank account. Yes. He, ca- he asked for the account number. And he asked him to send over front and back copies of his ID and ATM card so he could supposedly deposit the money into his account. Mm. Little did he know, a few minutes later, he was asking for the OTP or the one-time password and 200,000 dirhams were, were out of his account. Not for too long though because the UAE police were actually able to return Within them 24 back. hours. in 24 hours, they were able, to bring them back one did hum right after the other and now he's actually advising every resident out there to make sure they don't trust any phone number that they get and specifically when they you know when you're told that you want a cash prize make sure you go ahead and check with your bank account because yeah. or your your main bank branch because it's definitely not going to be uh, asking for your ATM card details
2: yes indeed thankfully uh, the police here in the UAE are quick to respond to any type of scams and uh, we are always safe right here in the UAE. Text slot Let us know. Uh, would you fall for that scam? If that happened to you, what would you do? But staying in the UAE, coronavirus now, it's been the talk of the year. Oh, I yeah. mean, it's been two, three months. We've been talking everything coronavirus, but the UAE supercomputer is helping combat the coronavirus, which is called COVID-19. Now, a UAE-based tech company is offering AI services for free to researchers who are working on any aspect of the novel coronavirus outbreak. Now, the firm, which is called Group 42 or G42, is already collaborating with local authorities, providing access to portable advanced diagnostic kits that will help prevent and detect the 2019 novel uh, coronavirus even across the UAE borders. Omnia, now this is amazing. Why? Because we're using technology in medicine. And you and I, Omnia, we always... Make sure that technology is used, and we always inform the people that technology is used in all aspects. It's not only for your telephone. Mm -hmm. It's not only for gaming. It's not only for this and that, but we're using it in the tech field. We're using it in education. And education. Even, we went to the extent of using it in courts. Do you remember a man signed an agreement to give land, to donate land, Mm -hmm. through his iPad? True. Now, that, that is the beauty of technology, and that is the beauty that we're doing it all in the UAE. Right?
0: And the thing, the beautiful thing about it is that even though it is a UAE-based supercomputer um, and it's definitely not cheap, this is an open invitation for any researcher around the world to come ahead and conduct their international research on this computer. And what they're trying to do is actually put an end to this epidemic, regardless of what it costs mm-hmm. or where they're based. Or the
2: resources. Yes, indeed. 4215, let us know. And Hamilton, we just got a text message saying, Dear Omni and Hani, wish for you both on this wonderful Radio Day a good day, thank you, thank Doris you. and Hamilton. It is a beautiful day, and uh, we're going to be taking a short break. But when we come back, we're gonna bring in the co founder of Blue Finn and we're gonna do an interview. But we're gonna leave you with a short song called Sunflower by Post Malone. It's one of my best. Stay tuned right here on Pulse 95. Let's get it.
3: Pulse 95 Gadget of the day,
2: new tech you might want to play with. Welcome back to Pulse 95. It is me, Hanibal Balqis and Omnia Saleh. And today is World Radio Day. And for World Radio Day, we did bring a special <laughs> guest, didn't we, Omnia?
0: Yes, indeed, because we're talking all about a robot fish that is hungry for your litter right here in the UAE. And to tell us more about it, we have with us the founder of the amazing bluefin, Simran Chowdhury. Welcome to Future Talk.
1: Hi, how are you guys?
2: We're doing great. Welcome to the show.
0: Thank
1: you. Good to be here.
0: So, you know, to to begin with, let's talk a little bit about what does this amazing robot do exactly? I know it's keeping our water clean, um, but with keeping our water clean comes a lot of bits and pieces that we want to know a little bit more about through you.
1: So Bluefin is a autonomous robot that collects surface waste in water. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, the way Bluefin works is that it runs both manually and autonomously. Mm -hmm. We've created an app to go along with it that sort of helps us geofence or or create like a little Google map for it. Think of it like that. Mm. And so then it just follows that route and keeps going. Um, The second stage of autonomy that we really want to build into is the waste detection part, which we've touched on a little bit and are still developing to reach uh, a completely autonomous Uh, waste collection method. Mm -hmm. So what
0: does this feature do exactly? It would allow it to be completely autonomous?
1: Yes, it would allow it to uh, think of, let's take Cuspa Canal for an example. Mm -hmm. Um, If, let's say, you would have to have cameras covering the canal, it would spot, let's say, a plastic bottle on the surface. Mm. Uh, It would communicate then to Bluefin that this is the general location of it. When Bluefin makes it a little bit closer to that general ro- location, it would have to re-detect that, okay, this is where the plastic bottle is, mm-hmm. and then collect it. Mm-hmm.
2: Now, with most inventions, it's more, more, more like a solution to the problem. So what inspired you to create it?
1: I mean, I think, um, you know, I'm actually, I, I come from a finance background. I, I don't have a lot of engineering expertise. <laughs> um, I, I think where it all really started was understanding the problem of climate change, mm. how big it was. Um, and you know, living in the region, you don't see it much. You, there's this handful of times that you maybe sometimes at the beach, uh, but if you're ever walking down Dubai Canal, not very common to see it. And, and the more I, it became more evident to me, the more it was more like, okay, it has to, something has to be done. Mm. Um, and, and that's just sort of where it started. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and how long has the project been going?
1: Um, so we've been around for about two years now, I'd mm. say officially. Apart from that, I think it feels like we've been working on it forever.
0: (laughs) It's definitely not an easy job. You know, a lot of people tend to think like, oh, it's just a robot, but it's a robot that has a lot of work that goes into it. Um, Let's talk a little bit about how much can this robot eat? Because absolutely, it definitely can have a lot, it can fit a lot in its waste basket, but how much are we talking?
1: So um, using using plastic bottles as a metric, we would fit about um, 300 half a liter plastic bottles, into the basket in one like full run 300 yeah I'd say mm-hmm. about 300-307 uh, it would be that would be one run though so so the idea with Bluefin is that we can keep Bluefin running mm. throughout the day mm. uh, because is there it's- like a
2: docking station where it can come and put down the waste.
1: right that is that is eventually where we want to head currently we're mainly focusing on the actual robot Mm -hmm. um so so the way that it would be is that bluefin would run at least so currently bluefin runs about eight hours we want to extend it to like full day operation Mm -hmm. because it's battery operated Mm -hmm. uh so it should just be an easy like switch out you know like when your phone loses battery and you plug in a portable charger Mm -hmm. very very similar um, and this way, even though Bluefin in one run can only do about 300 bottles in its, in its, in its capacity because it will continuously be able to run, mm-hmm. uh, we intended to do a lot more. What waste can it collect? Is it just, you know, restricted to plastic bottles? Uh, no. So it's all types of surface waste. As long as the waste is on the surface of the water, uh, Bluefin will be able to collect it. Uh, we're even looking into liquid collection. Mm-hmm. So that would that would lean more towards oil spill cleaning and stuff like that. But that is something that we're still exploring. Mm-hmm. It's like a
2: Roomba in the water. Yeah. Yeah, but much bigger. How big is it?
1: Uh, Bluefin is. I mean, you guys can't really see the table in front of me, yes. but it's it's a little bit.
2: Let's try to use our imagination.
1: So oh, can imagination. We, let's, let's, yes. imagine a, let's imagine a dining table. Would it be like half, half a size? Yeah, half a half. A, I'd say size-wise, half a dining table mm-hmm. and maybe a square. Yeah, size a little bit, dime. little bit higher up. So it'd be maybe okay. about two two meters high up.
2: Yeah. Uh, I like it.
1: It's quite like interesting it. to see how it operates. It literally looks like a fish
0: sucking out all the plastic out of the water. But we're going to be taking a short break. And once we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit about how it has zero carbon footprint, but also about how it operates, how fast is it, and does it help researchers in learning more about the water quality. If you have any questions for Simran Chowdhury, make sure you text us in on 4215. And if you can't do that.
2: Yes, at pulse ninety five radio on instagram do text us in and we'll ask questions on air taking a short break and when we come back we're gonna dive into the mm-hmm. waters with uh, simran right here on pulse and
0: 95
2: you're listening to
0: pulse. Pulse, 95. pulse 95 gadget of the day new tech you might
3: want to play with
2: New tech you might want to play with, or even drive, do they drive boats? or I do they sailboats?
0: You do. I mean, they
2: sailboats. They sailboats Sail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, m- new tech you might want to use to help the environment. Isn't that right, Omnia? Yes,
0: indeed. Because we're talking all about a smart robot that can collect floating wastes when we're talking about different water bodies. And to tell us more about it, we have with us in the studios of Pulse95, the founder of Bluefin, Simran Chowdhury. It's such an honor having you once again with us. Honestly, it's so great to be here and talk to you guys. It's It's, it's been wonderful. We've seen you in different festivals around Sharjah. Sharjah international She's Nournal coming Festival. straight out of
2: American University in Sharjah. Yeah,
0: she's actually friends with a few uh, good people right here in our station. But you know, going back to Bluefin, uh, we were talking right before the break about how sustainable it is. Not just is it is it's not just helping out the environment, but it's also saving the environment itself in the way it operates. So from what I know, it has zero carbon emissions, which brings up the question: How does Bluefin operate?
1: So, like I mentioned earlier, it's battery operated. Now, where we sort of incorporate uh, or try to make our form of energy even more cleaner Mm -hmm. uh, is by what we want to do is incorporate solar panels on the charging dock. Mm. Uh, And the reason that is, is because while we're blessed with a lot of sun here locally, uh, there are parts in the world that are not. Mm -hmm. And so we want to make sure Bluefin still remains running and is able to collect um, a lot more waste in the ocean and in rivers and canals and any commercial water body there is
2: now it can run for eight hours correct
1: yeah currently on the existing body we do about six to eight hours in a single run
2: six to eight hours and does someone need to be always supervising uh, the robot or it can just go and it'll come back to the station
1: i mean we prefer to keep it supervised mm-hmm. uh, the reason that is is because it's still a very new innovative technology mm-hmm. and it's also just for the purpose of regulation uh, making them feel more comfortable with the technology the adoption of it mm-hmm. um, Additionally, we do that because obviously, like any other technology, Bluefin also has its own limitations. Mm. Um, and so if there's something, let's say we want to change the route or we want to make Bluefin go further than has it has been defined, we would obviously need a person to come in and mm-hmm. change that for us.
0: Definitely. Um- what I've also known about bluefin is the fact that it, do- it doesn't just help clean up the water bodies that we see around the UAE, but it also helps give researchers very important information about the water quality. So what features of the water can bluefin analyze?
1: So water quality is measured through sensors. Um, we can pack bluefin with multiple sensors, sensors mm-hmm. when it comes to water quality or air quality. And. Um, depends on the organization we're working with depends on what the stakeholders are interested in to get out of bluefin's information so there's things like ph quality that's very normal Mm. Uh, the reason ph quality is a significant one is because uh, when ph quality rises uh fishes die they come yeah. to the surface of the water and that's usually the you know the, the, the smell when you're walking past a beach mm. so there's several several sensors that we can pack bluefin with you
0: mentioned it can also measure the air quality how does that work? I
3: mean
1: <laughs> so we haven't seen a lot of effectiveness in it um, it's something that we're still looking into but mm. it is ultimately it's a sensor mm-hmm. mm. um, so you can just put you know the sensor on Bluefin and while it's collecting obviously from the top it would be able to do certain ratings. Now
2: what is the greatest challenge uh, you faced making or creating Bluefin? Was it the programming the design? What was it?
1: I mean can I say all of the above? <laughs> all of the above. All of the above. <laughs> of the above. I'm a student yes. uh, in university yes. graduating what, what, this what, semester what, what, hopefully. Which, which
2: is why it makes one of the most amazing things that I know, I think, yeah. American yeah. University of Sharjah finance graduate making something that has something to do with engineering and programming. So hats off to you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I, I think the first step was realizing what I was not good at mm-hmm. and then trying to find people who were better than me at oh, it. Oh, wow. That is definitely um, a did some unique help answer. You? Sorry?
2: Did some, any students help you? Um,
1: so I, you know, I, I think Shadat was fundamental in, in collecting me to mm-hmm. other engineers uh, that I obviously did not have access to on my campus. Um, Professor Ali Khawaja in AUS a uh, couple friends from engineering Abdul argued major shout out to those guys uh, they've helped me a lot with the design mm-hmm. uh, understanding how a lot of the stuff works behind it so you know it, and I was mentioning to omnia earlier it takes a it takes a village to build a startup uh, and without the environment, and the ecosystem created around me with Shira, with AUS, uh, you know, with Startup So you SBA. utilized
2: all the resources. Literally. All that's, the resources. I mean, whatever
1: I could find.
2: You grabbed uh, onto it.
0: Exactly. Hats exactly. off to you. Hats off to you, uh, Simran. But, you know, just to look, let's see what, what the future holds for Bluefin. You started out this company or little mini startup before you even hit 20 years old. And now mm-hmm. you're just about to graduate. So what are your future plans for Bluefin? Oh, to take it all the way, put
1: mm. it in the Underwater. thousand rivers uh, that, that are responsible for polluting mm. uh, our ocean so significantly, creating the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Uh, it would be just amazing to put bluefin in areas like that and, mm. and see you, it create the impact reef. that it's created for.
2: Or even made the coral reef.
1: Oh, coral reef. <laughs> We're not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's hopefully, that's the next one, hopefully. next next challenge. Maybe, I'll maybe. save the coral reefs for you. We'll
2: bring you back in when you save the coral reef, and uh, <laughs>
1: they're actually launching in the U.S. by the end of March. Yes. that is gonna be an so exciting congratulations one. Congratulations yeah. on that you. one. Thank you. And
2: uh, could we see underwater?
1: Can we see underwater? <laughs> yes. I mean, I'll. I'll put in a GoPro just for you yeah, and send you the footage Yeah, uh, but I mean apart from that I'd suggest you scuba dive you know so you get so back to nature w- like that okay. you gotta, gotta do it first you know hand. what honey?
0: instead of sending you to space I'm gonna send, send you underwater you <laughs> <water>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. GoPro pl- the, not, I was about
1: to say garbage bag but then the, that's it, not even helpful the, to the ocean is yeah. scarier
2: so than space Omnia I'll the ocean <laughs> we've we've only discovered so little of the ocean that's,
1: that's so very true we've actually discovered more of, of the, space. the outer space than we have of the deep blue ocean hashtag send Hanny underwater That's
2: definitely going to be my I'm I'm joining
1: you when we go. (laughs) All
2: right, then. I'll learn how to scuba. We're going to take a short break, but when we come back, what do we have, Omnia?
0: When we come back, we're actually going to be talking to one of the organizers from the Sharjah Innovation Week Committee. And they're going to be revealing who were the winners of the Sharjah Innovation Award, a collective award of 70,000 dirhams, who are the lucky students. We're going to be telling you all about that. And
2: thank you so much for coming and taking time out of your day to uh, come to the Pulse95 studios right here in the heart of Sharjah. And be at Future Talk. We appreciate you. We respect you. Thank you for your kind service to the world.
1: <laughs> Thank you for having me. So, Continue on, supporting us and hopefully we'll make it further. The
2: pleasure is all ours. We're going to take a short break and come back right here on Pulse 95. 95. You're
0: listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95.
3: Future Talk with Onya Al Saleh and Hany Balkis on Pulse 95
2: welcome back to future talk right here on pulse 95 today's world radio day and we're bringing you everything we can jam-packed in an hour we had sambran chowdhury here telling us about bluefin and now we have a guest from sharjah innovation week don't we omia
0: yes indeed so the uae innovation month is actually celebrating innovation across the nation and this week sharjah is actually celebrating the creativity of students the excellence of government services And the promises that lie in the minds of the youth. And, you know, one amazing competition that was going on is that is a part of Sharjah Innovation Week had an award that I think, if I'm not mistaken, had a collective 70,000 dirhams given to three uh, groups of students. So to tell us more about who the lucky winners are this Thursday, we have with us on the line uh, one of the members of the Sharjah Innovation Week, Ahmed Saif. Uh, Welcome to the show. Hello.
3: Good afternoon. How are you? Good.
0: So, do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, what the competition was and who the lucky winners are this Thursday?
3: Uh, so, to enlighten our audience, uh, the competition is uh, basically an award uh, where which individuals can come and participate and actually chip into the uh, success of this event. because. Throughout the previous years, we only had the inclusion of government uh, agencies, whether they're local here in Sharjah or federal, mm-hmm. uh, the private sector, the academic institutes. But under the patronage and the guidance of His Highness, the conference, the ruler of Sharjah, he actually told us to and instructed us to actually initiate an award to include the individuals and incentivize their participation within uh, this event that happens every year.
0: Mm-hmm. And I mean, a lot of students from the University of Sharjah, from the American University of Sharjah and even uh, universities in Ajman were a part of this competition. So, do you want f- to? Yeah. Um, how was the participation, in your opinion, this year well, in comparison <laughs> to other years?
3: The thing is, it's. Uh, I mean, I see it as as a positive measure of progress because year by year we we actually get better. It's not about the quantity uh, of of the participations that we had been getting, uh, you know, year by year. Now the quality has been has been raised. We've seen uh, many various fields, different interests, different innovations actually, and it's not just a matter of ideas. In the beginning, when this whole initiative started out back in two thousand and fifteen, during the year of innovation, when it was only an innovation week and not a month, it was basically spreading the awareness. But now the awareness level is so high that people actually come here to see what's new and what's relevant to them mm-hmm. and how, how things have progressed throughout the years.
2: Yes. Now, I want to ask you a question. Who are the winners? Who are the lucky winners of winning uh, the cumulative 70,000 dirham?
3: All right. Just, just to correct you, folks. Yes. Uh, Actually, the win the, the the entire prize pool was one hundred thousand dollars. Oh, okay,
0: 000. so that's on our end, yes. I was no, wondering,
2: no seventy thousand sounds like an odd number.
3: <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Um, well, the first place was uh, Ms. Asma Muhammad. Mm-hmm. Um, what what? What was her innovation? Her innovation was basically uh, developing uh, the development of molecular techniques, so they can rapidly detect uh, pork traces and gelatin.
1: Ooh.
0: Oh wow, that's amazing! And what university is she from?
3: Uh, she's actually an employee in the Sharjah municipality, so that's this, amazing the innovation award is for individuals from anywhere, whether they're government agencies, they are university students, and whatnot. but again, just to just to enlighten our audience even further, you know the academic institutes they actually participate and they have their own sector, mm. you know what mm-hmm. i mean within within our participations, but it's for individuals it's for people who don't have anybody to represent them, whether their own organizations or the universities themselves so She's an employee in the Sharjah Municipality, and the Sharjah Municipality has also a participation with us within the week as well. That's The second project Mm -hmm. uh, moving along was for um, Hassan Rashid uh, Priman and uh, Divya Bathia, and it was basically Salicornia as a salt substitute.
2: Mm. So this was the second prize winner.
3: The second prize winner, and, mm. and basically, the this uh, salicornia had 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 some products containing uh, containing salicornia. We had some products containing salicornia, and they're freely available all over the Emirates. Mm. And uh, basically, it's uh, it's basically a better substitute for salt. Yes. that's uh, that's forty percent healthier. <laughs> for good measure, yeah.
0: So you know, the wh- what is the uh, the benefit of having salicornia become more available in the UAE?
3: Well, the ben- Well, it's not primarily just salicornia. It's basically having an end product that actually contains it, with opposed mm. to having salt. Because a lot of people are looking for 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 healthier options in their food. Yeah. And and the same line of products actually contains you know plant-based uh, options as well.
0: Mm-hmm. So
3: um, you can go as as healthy as you can as you can when it comes to the product line that they present.
0: Definitely. And what about the third and last winner for today?
3: the third and last winner was basically solar thermal biomass Ooh. it was basically a reactor for for biofuel production
1: so, oh so um, making the environment more sustainable
3: indeed yeah uh, and that falls in line with with you know the, the the goals that have been set on a federal level for the next 50 years and one of them was basically to reduce you know emissions and and having you know having a, a focus on, on on a greener environment mm-hmm. and was
2: a university student or an employee that won? Um,
3: no, uh, the person who actually won the first prize again was 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 an employee. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second uh, the second uh, prize winners were Salicornia were actually a company. Ooh. And then the third prize winner was basically a group of of students as well. That's
2: amazing.
0: That's what's phenomenal about the UAE Innovation Month and the Sharjah Innovation Week. It's not just for students. It's not just for it's government. Pushing, it's pushing everyone to innovate sectors. Exactly.
3: Indeed, yeah. Indeed, it's basically it's, it became more. I mean, I, the, the correct term wouldn't be just saying it's a crossroads where all of these sectors and different interests. Mm. It's basically like a melting pot. There's literally I like something the for everybody pot. here. Yeah, and these for all ages, different interests, different sectors, different professions.
0: And Definitely. even you know
3: different different cultures as well you know with, with Arabic and English you know workshops happening
0: exactly thank you so much it's all about awesome. enabling innovation as a lifestyle thank you so much Ahmed Saif for joining us awesome. it's been such thank an you. honor It's an honor
2: having you I we, we you I loved it Charge Innovation Week was amazing it's
0: coming to an end but the UAE Innovation Month is continuing in every part of the nation so make sure Indeed. you check out their website and go ahead and see it for yourself but the Future Talk team is signing out an afternoon Karak. Is going to start. (laughs)
2: Yes, indeed. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Same time, same place on Sunday. uh, We'll see you soon. Pulse 95.
3: This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.